Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTLC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Tuesday, January the 30th. 317-972-3008 is our listener line number. Our new listener line, 317-972-3008. Good to be back with you live to start off the week, albeit on a Tuesday. Uh, Yesterday, Monday, uh, as you know, was a repeat show. Just a bit under the weather uh, over the weekend uh, with the bug I couldn't quite shake. I just needed that extra day, so... Um, needed to take it to, to come back full, full, full strength, full strength today. So wasn't COVID, uh, just a nagging, um, exhausting, one of the most exhausting colds I've had in a long time. Uh, but again, uh, better today and glad to be, um, be back to work. Um, actually, um, you, just this, this experience over the weekend is a reminder uh, of the advisory we've been telling you about that the Marion County Public Health Department, under the leadership of Dr. Virginia Kane, uh, has been telling uh, everyone about the past couple of weeks. Uh, that advisory uh, remains in effect. Um, the prevalence of colds, COVID, RSV, the flu, uh, and everything else in between is crowding um, emergency rooms uh, throughout the county and, and putting a strain on resources that are desperately needed for those who are seriously ill with these viruses uh, and and the like. So um, if you have mild symptoms like I did, um, you're asked to please stay home uh, or consider going to an urgent care facility or perhaps even a telemedicine site uh, to help keep the ERs available for those who really, uh, really, really need them. So And again, mild symptoms are described by the health department as things like a sore throat, cough, uh, and or um, a low-grade fever. Uh, Like I said, mine was just a lot of fatigue. I'd lost my voice, too, for uh, for a little bit. I got it back, though. Uh, But, um, you know, just mild symptoms, just enough to to be nagging and annoying. As always, uh, if you are in doubt, please consult your physician or a medical uh, professional as you proceed. Uh, Just another reminder, uh, that advisory, there was one that came out right before that one about, you know, trying to be use the ER room sparingly only if you absolutely need them. Uh, And that was that visitor restrictions uh, are also in place at Marion County Hospitals that's uh, aimed at preventing um, the spread and to slow down uh, the spread of these viruses that are just running uh, rampant uh, out there. Uh, my, I, I think I caught some of it from my little grandson. I think I did. <laughs> I was just, just talking, and I said, "Boy, I have to thank you for that. Uh, you know, for this cold. You know, for uh, not not feeling well." And he said, "Well, you're welcome." I think he thought he, I didn't mean to uh, to put it there. I, I really didn't even think he was paying attention to what I was saying. But he turned around and said, "You're welcome." I think he thought he had accomplished something because uh, he was uh, he was out for a day or so as well from uh, from his daycare. But he's going back tomorrow. I went back today. He's going to go back tomorrow. Um, and so uh, there there we have it. Um, 
So I hope everyone is feeling uh, much better. James continued the recovery on on your end. Um, you know, you know, we've all got a little bit of. Have you have you caught anything yet, AJ? I've um, been lucky enough to skate by. Okay, I've been lucky good. To skate by. <laughs> good, good. And I I generally don't, but when a little one is in your face sometimes, and <laughs> it's just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, they do tend to pick him up. So he and and he was fine. He just has to get uh, dried up before he can go back to uh, uh, back to daycare. But it kind of hit me and his mother um, and some others uh, around us uh, a little harder, I guess. So anyway, anyway, I'm just glad it wasn't COVID because that really takes you out because you have to you know those mandatory five days and. Um, everything else that you have to kind of stay away from or people, things you have to stay away from to prevent uh, because it's so contagious. So uh, not that a cold isn't, <laughs> you know, not that a cold isn't, but you've been very, very fortunate. Yeah, yeah, I got lucky, especially with the little ones, you know, mm-hmm. especially the, the youngest one. It, it seems like her school is, somebody's always sick. Somebody has mm-hmm. some, we just got a uh, mm-hmm. an email yesterday about a case of headlights at her school. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, like it's ooh, always ooh. something. It is ooh. always something. Yeah. So what did, what did they did they just advise you of it or did they tell you to keep her home or yeah, what? Yeah, they advised us of it cuz the I guess the parents found it this weekend and did uh-huh. not send the kid to school with the with the head lice. So they just wanted to make sure and have everybody look. Oh, have everybody check. Yeah, everybody okay. look and check your kids and of course we did ours, but yeah. thank God for our genes. We don't yeah. really get those very no, much so. not typically. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, exactly. We tip that's not typically a, a hazard for us, I guess a health concern for us, mm-hmm. but but you never know. You never always know. always check it out. And so we, we were talking a little bit before we uh, we came on. The um, I was laying around and I was uh, you know awake asleep awake asleep. And the, the games on Sunday mm. uh, that determined uh, who is now in the Super Bowl. And um, I, I I'm gonna be on and and no disrespect to any Kansas City fans out there, but I just didn't have as much of an interest in that game because I'm really 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 exhausted at the taylor swift show uh and (laughs) um the fact that they are now in the super bowl i just think that it's going to be even worse uh but uh they were both very good games um the the last one the latter one the the detroit game detroit san francisco Hmm. i just knew detroit had it and uh i guess they didn't (laughs) so (laughs) i guess they didn't um, but what, what, and you said you didn't get a chance to, cause you were busy too, yeah, right? I didn't yeah. get a chance to catch the games. I, I wound up at the Pacer game. Oh, and, and the Pacers were playing at the mm-hmm. exact time that the Chiefs and Ravens were on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wound up there, missed that one. And then I just ended up, you know, mm-hmm. outside for the rest mm-hmm. of the night and mm-hmm. didn't catch the, didn't catch didn't the games. Catch any. Very I, disappointing. Yeah, I was really <laughs> surprised though, because I, I, you know, like I said, I have very low interest. I'm not going to say, I just didn't get to really. Because uh, I was, you know, asleep and awake. And, but I was really surprised. I was thinking in my head that Lamar Jackson was just going to come out and show out. And uh, from what I saw in the uh, the replays, and th- I don't know what happened with him. Uh, boy, he he simply didn't run. I mean, I, you know, maybe it's not all him because there's, there's more than him on the team. But I just thought he would have had a much better showing than, than he did based on the season that he mm-hmm. had. Yeah. You would have thought, you would have thought it didn't, it didn't seem like they came out with the, the same type of firepower and getting mm-hmm. shut out two quarters in a row is not going to work against the chiefs. That's just not mm-hmm. how you can play winning football. 
But you know, I don't know. I gotta. I have to like, catch the replays or watch the game back myself to try to dig into it. But well, I I saw I saw some video where he took his helmet and threw it. Uh, you know they were. You know how you just see the highlights and different things of yeah. that nature, and it just. Uh, Boy, I mean, I the highlights that I saw didn't look like him at all. So I, I you know, and maybe you know, as as they say, maybe credit needed to be given to to uh, Kansas City's defense. I guess I, I, I don't know. But. Yeah, it seemed like they did a good job, and and uh, yeah, all I all I can really remember from the highlights that I did see was the Zay Flowers incident, mm. where he fumbled on the goal line with mm. <laughs> a potential tying touchdown. That's a tough one. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, they they must not they were not laser focused and 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 dialed in and and credit to Kansas City they've been there before and more than once mm-hmm. and so they know what it takes they know the the level that you have to play at and they know the amount of concentration you have to have uh, and it, it showed so uh, you know maybe next time I don't know maybe <laughs> maybe next time uh, for them and I, I haven't seen David uh, you know our, our our guy David Gray I haven't seen him uh, regarding uh, Detroit's loss but. Um, Wow, uh, that one I did wake up and see a little bit of, but not much again. And uh, I just kind of drifted off when I saw that they were up by uh, a few touchdowns. And um, uh, they, and plus I was busy too in between. I was helping do some stuff, coordinate some stuff. So in between sleeping and work. So uh, all, needless to say, neither one of the games had my full attention <laughs> at all. But um I guess it went the way it was supposed to because that's what all the odds made. They said uh, Mahomes in Kansas City would win, uh, and they said San Francisco would win at home, and it did happen. So that's exactly what happened. the 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 Chiefs were the underdog. Yeah, from from Vegas' standpoint, the Chiefs were the underdog. Yeah, yeah, and, from you know, points. Yeah, that was easy money for me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, good for you. Good for you. Indeed, indeed. But I, I really the the Super Bowl. I just can't help but think that the swift factor the taylor swift factor and let, let's face it um it's it's real i mean it's it's not imagined or anything mm-hmm. and, and real in the sense that she has stayed with this particular football player travis kelsey uh longer than people thought they would that she would but you know given her immense popularity she's she is taking over she's the story yeah uh, she is the 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 cutaway every five minutes. It's, it's her, 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 and it. You know, I was sharing uh, with some friends of mine that it feels like almost like a hostile takeover. You know, a Taylor Swift hostile takeover for. Uh, she's in. I mean, if you look at all the um, the highlights and everything, she's in every one of them. Oh yeah. She she's never played a down of football, <laughs> but she's in every single one, and I just. I don't know how much of that I can tolerate for the Super Bowl. Not that I'm going to watch it. It has gotten to be a lot. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. It does break away from the game very much. And football is already a game that gets broken up too much. Mm-hmm. But you know, the NFL and the Chiefs are making a lot of money off of this. I so was going to say. I was going to say. Look at it that way. I guess they're going to keep keep the gravy train rolling. They are, and that's the bottom line. And it, what's that? Our buddy Danny says the NFL prints more money than the U.S. Mint. And with the uh, the swift factor, uh, they are cashing in, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So Indeed. Uh, let them make their money, uh, but I, it's not anything that I can get interested in because I really don't care. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I just don't, I just don't think that. Uh, anyway, I don't know. What do you think? What do you, do you have any thoughts? I it's just, a, it's a tough one for me because I'm a football fan, so I, you know, it's 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 hindering to mm-hmm. say the least. Okay, you know, it's okay. hindering, but. Mm-hmm. 
New York Post has it listed at $331.5 million for the Chiefs in the NFL that Taylor Swift's brand value has created oh. this season. So, you know, a third of a billion, you kind of got to let her go. <laughs> <laughs> keep her keep her happy. Kinda keep her happy, her Travis. Do her thing. Keep her happy. Do her thing. So, yeah, it is. It is, it is, and it is. She's not – has she ever performed at a Super – I wonder if she's ever performed at a Super Bowl. I don't believe she has. Oh, so maybe maybe she's angling for yeah maybe she's uh, angling for uh, an invite to perform one year. I don't know. She could definitely do it. Yeah, one of the. Has she? I I don't. I have to look that up. If anybody know, I mean, you know, I I, the only remember when Kanye uh, (laughs) went on stage and said she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to laugh at it, but it's it's a a, domino effect. That's what led us here. Yeah, it did, it did lead us here. So, uh, but anyway, uh, congratulations to all of the fans, uh, 49er and uh, uh, Chiefs fans, including the Chiefs fans that are here. And we got a lot of them. We got mm-hmm. a lot of them here in the building. And, and, and congratulations to you all. Uh, maybe it'll be a good Super Bowl. We'll see. Um, on the show today, uh, we're going to look at an issue we talk about a lot, but don't always... Uh, stop and take a deeper dive into and that's the issue surrounding missing americans especially missing women and children missing americans let me dive a little deeper into that phrase missing african americans because um it's it's estimated that what 40 percent of all missing americans are african americans and of that 40 percent the majority of the missing african americans are women and children uh, they're the largest uh, in that group. So uh, coming up, uh, maybe about 15 minutes from now, actually, very, very shortly, you're going to meet a, a local woman uh, who has a personal story to tell, who is organizing an event uh, right here in the city to draw attention uh, to the issue of, um, of missing African Americans. Again, that's coming up a little later, uh, about maybe 15 minutes from now at the bottom of the hour. Um Right now, 317-972-3008, And And, A.J., the, uh, we hear it all the time. You know, we hear it all the time when apparently somehow uh, a missing person catches national attention. It just catches the, uh, it just catches the, I, I don't know, not interest, but the, I don't the energy of the country. It just captures mm-hmm. the country, takes the country by storm. Right. And I don't know of any of those cases that have involved a white woman. I mean, a black woman or a black child. They typically involve a white woman. Typically. Yeah. Typically. I think the only even dirt, you know, way, way, way back in the day, uh, probably before you were born, uh, the Wayne Williams Atlanta child murders. Um, there was talk about how there had been missing black children for a while and nobody said much about it. And then, you know, the Wayne Williams case, they started, you know, saying, well, maybe he's in, you know, maybe he's responsible for this many, that many, whatever. Uh, and um, he still, uh, he still declares his innocence. He's, you know, he was sentenced to, I don't know how much time. And they only convicted him of, I think, two, uh, two, but he could have, they think he could have been involved in as many as 14. But it pointed up, uh, the fact that how can more than 10 uh, African-American children go missing and the country doesn't pay attention or nobody notices. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is what our, our guest coming up at one thirty is talking about. We have black women and black children that are missing every day. 
and yet and still it doesn't capture the imagination, the sympathy, the, the concern of the nation. Why? Why is that? And But if there is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed um, uh, white woman, because that's the majority of what people say and people allege gets most of the attention, um, it, it becomes national. And uh, so uh, this this woman, who's she's from right here in Indianapolis, and she's got a personal story to tell, and she's uh, going to organize an event, this uh, has organized an event for this Saturday, and so uh, she wants to come on and share um, about that. And I, I don't know what, there, there was a word for that phenomena or whatever, uh, be it perceived or not. And, and I think media organizations have been sensitized to it a little bit, mm-hmm. especially television stations. Um, uh, so, but I can't, I'm trying to think of most recent, anyway, she may know, she may know, but, uh, yeah, the missing, uh, the missing thing is, is disturbing and it's very disturbing that our women and children, African-American women and children, uh, constitute the largest group of missing uh, in the African-American category of uh, missing people in America. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's it's something that we do need to shine a brighter light on. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to we're gonna get a chance to shine a brighter light on that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, in the next 15 um, to 20 minutes or so. Um, also, <laughs> um, wanted to draw attention, and we'll probably talk about this. I don't know if we'll have enough time to talk about this before our first guest arrives. But I want to get back to the story of potholes, AJ. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I started counting. I'm going to let you know after our guest. I'm going to let you know how many I counted. between Because I, I had to veer off course because I usually wouldn't come through town as much as I came through town today. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to go to the post office and mail a couple of things and, and you know what have you. And I, it started getting on my nerves, you know, just dodging them and getting around. It started getting on my nerves so bad I started counting them. I started counting them because they were that plentiful. You know, they were, they were that numerous. They were that many. And they were deep, too. Yeah. And as close as we are to All-Star Weekend, you know, All-Star Weekend and our street. And I'm not talking. Okay. I, one of them, one series of them was over there on Pennsylvania less than a mile from where we are. And we're on Monument Circle, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in the city. There had to be at least six. Oh, that gosh. Uh, Oh, more than And there were more than that uh, because I was only on one side of the street. I wasn't on the other side of the street. I was on the, uh, the west side of the street because Pennsylvania is one way south, right. at least where I picked it up, one way south. And then... I didn't. I, I wasn't driving in the in the 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 lanes closest to the east side of the street. So I don't know how many there were over there on that side, but that's 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 right in the heart of where we're going to be. And that's exactly where we need to focus at because oh. we, we can't have we can't have multimillionaires coming from around the country to come you know hit a pothole. They're gonna, yeah. <laughs> that's not what they're going to want to see in this weekend. And if their drivers are going to be driving them around, they don't want to be bouncing up and down hitting the head like they're hitting turbulence, Definitely you know, hitting not. the roof of the car. Definitely not. But I don't know how I mean, they were deep. And so uh I certainly lifestyles uh gave the city a tongue lashing uh the last time he was on. Is like, is this what you want us to look like during All Star Weekend? Because this is not a good look. Now it'll be. We we still got a couple of weeks. You know, we got a couple of weeks before the weekend. Uh, maybe a week and a half or so before the actual festivities of the week start. Mm-hmm. So either they're going to get busy in a hurry, or it's just going to be, uh, you know, just a a dark mark on what we look like and how we prepare the city for 
uh, all of this worldwide attention. It's just not good. I think they run through and do the temporary fix the the week of. I can see the week of, the weekend before, you know, them running the, the temporary fix of the, as they're so affectionately called, the Oreo crumbles. They like to put the Oreo crumbles inside the I've never heard that. Holes. I've yeah. never heard the Oreo crumbles. It just, that's what it looks like, and they just fly right out. In like three days, it's it's, it's open mm. again. So, But I'm sure mm. that's what they'll do to fix the problem for the temporary and push it on along. I, I will say today, today's not Monday, today's Tuesday. I lost today. Uh, but I didn't see any crews anywhere in the vicinity. Uh, and I looked north, south, east, and west. I didn't see any crews anywhere plugging anything. It's a tough break, too, because it's, it's really the weather. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even – the roads were fine. Cause I stayed West 10th, and West 10th Street is not the best, of course, coming through Hallville. It's not the best. But mm-hmm. since they last paved the road, it's been fine. But after that deep freeze and then the weather warming up, oh, yeah, it's it's been horrible. It's, it's quite a bit of potholes coming down West 10th. Is it like an obstacle course, navigating an obstacle oh, yeah. course? Oh, yes. You yeah. can't even drive in the right-hand side. It's like you mm-hmm. got to stay on the left lane because the, the potholes are in the middle of the road and on the curb. Yeah, well, I come up and down Michigan Road, right? And, um, you know, you see uh, you see cars going in and out and all around and everything. And so while uh, there may not necessarily be a, uh, a pothole that a car hits and, and tire explodes, there could be uh, and probably will be. Uh, accidents uh, that come about as a result of trying to avoid swerve around uh, potholes, and so you know there there's that. I you know I think that that might be a bigger issue uh, than anything, uh, and that is uh, yeah. So potholes, potholes, potholes. So anyway, we are going to take a let's take a quick break right here, and then we come back. Uh, we'll get to our first guest, uh, 317-972-3008. Again, our new listener line number, 317-972-3008. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. A little bit of news here, just released not too terribly long ago. A silver alert has been issued for a 69-year-old Avon, Indiana woman, a woman from Avon. Uh, According to the alert, the Hendricks County Sheriff's Office is searching for a 69-year-old Cheryl Connor. Cheryl Connor, I'm sorry. She's African-American, described as being 5'4", 200 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. Uh, The alert said that Cheryl Connor... Uh, is missing from Avon and was last seen around midnight um, on January 26th. She's believed to be uh, in extreme danger and may require medical assistance. Um, If the public has any information on her whereabouts, they're asked to call the Hendricks County Sheriff's Department, 317-839-8700, or simply call 911. Um, As I was saying uh, just a short time ago, Uh, It's a little-known fact that the majority of African-Americans to go missing in America, and this woman we just told you about from Avon is African-American, the majority of uh, African-Americans to go missing are women and children. But it's a well-known fact uh, that many people, a number of people feel as if the focus is typically given to white women as opposed to black women and their children. 
there's a local African-American woman who has a heartbreaking story to tell about her missing sister. This Saturday on the city's east side, she, together with several other community groups, uh, will host an event to raise awareness uh, about the issue. Her name is Katrina Overstreet. She joins us now with more um, on her story and the upcoming event. Katrina, uh, welcome to Community Connection. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good, doing <laughs> good. Uh, it's, <laughs> we were just, ta- uh, AJ and I were just talking in the break about the weather. It is Indiana, though, so <laughs> what can you say? But it's going to get warmer here, so it'll get, and so. Uh, I feel like I'm in Florida again with all the rain. <laughs> with all the rain, okay. Well, for the event on um, on Saturday, it might be uh, might be somewhat decent, so we'll see, we'll see. So, yeah. so Ka- Katrina, uh let's start out with no, let tell everybody and let everybody uh become familiar with with your story and while you're here and again i want to let folks know if you want to join this conversation 317-972-3008 again 317-972-3008 okay go ahead katrina well my first uh i'll say um fight for missing persons actually started back in 2002 when I had an 18-month-old cousin, um, Tania Leonard, that went missing. Her uh, and, and again, that's my cousin. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said mom, I, I thought it was your sister. I'm sorry. I, I have three people. Missing. Oh, three. Okay, never never mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm interrupting the story. Go ahead. So no, start. You're starting okay. from the beginning. Go ahead. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. So in 2002, when um, my cousin dropped her uh, Tanaya off at her dad's house and went back to get her, she wasn't there. So we went everywhere, you know, putting up posters. We went to Gainesville where we thought he was, you know, calling people, putting press releases and things out. Mm -hmm. Still haven't seen her to this day. Second was... How, how, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old was she? 18 months. 18 months and so any she just was you your cousin went to pick her up and she was missing yes yes what it, at that time it's a little more to the story uh he ended up beating up Tanaya's mom I mean knocking teeth out sent to the hospital you know uh held her hostage in there until she finally escaped but we still haven't found Tanaya even with everything that was done with him being arrested Nobody is found tonight. Don't know if she's living alive. If he took her somewhere, I have no idea. How I aggressively know. do you think the police went after this case in terms of trying to find the baby? I don't ever think police do enough um, in finding any missing person, only because it's not their loved one that's missing. So I'll say some, but not enough. Okay. I'm sorry, but anyway, go ahead. So I, I'm so sorry to hear about that. That was no, 2002, I, 2002, yes, right? Okay, yes. Okay. And I, I want you to ask me questions because mm-hmm. you're going to ask me things that other people out there are going to be thinking. So interrupt as much as you want. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, my brother-in-law actually came up missing in 2018. He was on his way from Tennessee um, to Georgia to uh, visit family there well the girlfriend said she dropped him they got into a fight and she dropped him off at some exit and he was walking never seen or heard from him since 
So that's fight number two. Thirdly is my sister, Kaya Taylor, um, who went missing in Florida in 2020. Uh, A passerby actually found her car running and abandoned on top of a railroad track with her driver's side door open and her cell phone on the ground underneath the driver's side door. Um, They called the police. Uh, Actually, the city police, they called. The city police sent out a deputy. Because it was on a railroad track, it's county property, so they had to call the county sheriff. The county sheriff said, just moved on the side of the road. So they moved it to the side of the road. Put her cell phone in it, closed the door, and left it. Kaya was 28 at the time she went missing. Of course, we don't talk to her every single day. So February 6th, um, someone said, hey, that's Kaya's car on the side of the road. And that's when we knew she was missing. Her mom called. Uh, so we have separate. She, we have same dad, separate moms. Okay. So her I mom, get She's still your sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Her mm-hmm. mom called us. You know, have you heard from Kaya? Have you seen Kaya? Nobody has. So, again, go out and we start looking. We're putting up flyers. We're, you know, doing interviews. We're, to me, this was the, my sister's missing was my push to get more involved in educating the public about missing, well, all missing persons, but an emphasis on black and brown um, women and men, because men actually go missing more than women, black men, excuse me. So hmm. that's that's where my plight started. That's when I started the missing struggle, which is um, a collective of family members that have missing loved ones. So we're there for other family members that need someone to talk to. You know, a lot of people talk about how the the people that they do find when they're missing, they need help, uh, whether it be psychological or anything. But those family members need it as well. So that's why we started this group. Yeah. And the name of the group again is? The Missing Struggle. The Missing Struggle. And uh, so back to your your sister and your brother-in-law's cases, uh, your brother-in-law in 2018, your sister in 2020, what do you hear from law enforcement and how often do you check in or how often do they check in with you? Um, are the cases still uh, active ongoing? I mean, what's the status? Can you, you fill us in on all of that, please? Absolutely. Um, in Johnny's case, still, um, so his mom died last year, still not knowing where her son was. Um, so the next of kin, which is his brother, uh, he does try and talk to them, but doesn't get return calls, especially even with Kaya's case, same thing. Um, Kaya's mom is the legal next to kin, so it's very uh, guarded mm-hmm. of what they will tell me. Um, I call numerous times. I leave messages. I send emails. I don't get a return call. And basically, they tell me, hey, I don't have to tell you anything. You're not her legal guardian. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's still an open case. Um, Every person that has interviewed me that actually reached out to Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office 
have not yet got a response to any request for an interview regarding Kaya, nor is Johnny. I'd like to say this too. When they moved her car to the side of the road, they didn't run her plate. They didn't do an area search to see, you know, something was going on. Um, But I'll say three weeks before my sister came up missing, there was a young lady, excuse me, Veronica Reyes Diaz, that came up missing six miles away from where my sister's car was found. So I would think, and, you know, common sense ain't too common, but I would think if you see a car like that and there's a missing person six miles away, you would do something. You you would do you three weeks before my sister came up missing six miles from where her car was found. I mean, is that common sense to me only? Hmm. And what have they told shared with your family mm-hmm. with your with your sister's mother? What have they shared with her up to this point? Pretty much nothing. Um, the. Flyer, well, let's say this. The pictures that were found on her phone the day she went missing has a pink striped dress. Mm. When uh, they finally came and got the car and then returned it, that dress was in the trunk of the car. Mm. So we still don't even know what she was wearing. But everything that has been found out has been found out through our own research. Um Kaya's aunt Hope, she does a lot of researching and, and, and looking up things. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's nothing. They really haven't said much of anything. It's an open investigation. They won't make it a cold case or anything like that so we can get other people involved. Well, yeah, what do you what do you mean they won't make it a cold? I mean, it it is. A, it's, an uns, it's an unsolved investigation, right? So that, that makes it a cold case, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. I, that's that's how I thought it went, but they won't even acknowledge it's a cold case so we can get other people involved. And they also refuse to get the FBI involved. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the event coming up on Saturday. Uh, who all is working? Who all is going to be a part of it? And what, um, as an organization, are you hoping to be able to do? Okay. Um my, our whole uh, obligation is to educate the public on uh, the increasing numbers of all missing persons, but of, of course, again, to emphasize on missing black and brown people. So with that, what we're doing, how we break it up is um, we'll have speakers on statistics. We got um, we have Miss Alfie, one of the county coroners. She's going to be speaking and talking about um, statistics as well. Um, we'll have some. Then we'll we'll go to the history of missing persons. So we have some um, three organization representatives to talk about the history and how our missing persons numbers weren't so high back in the day because we were about community. Your neighbor knew your neighbor who knew your children's neighbor up the road. <laughs> so we're going to have um, Ike Taylor, who's going to be talking, who's one of the founder of the GDs. Um, we're going to have Hyde Thurman. He's going to be 
speaking Brad Parchman, um, who's a representative of the Vice Lords. Um, I've got a lot of people on the history. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll also talk about um, prevention. So there's going to be a private investigator there. He's going to talk about what he does to help um, prevent missing persons and also is going to do a presentation mm-hmm. on um, self-defense. And then you'll also hear from family members of the missing yeah. and their stories. So wh- what is the, the cause for concern? Is it that there's a growing number uh, yeah. to where we're getting to be an, an epidemic? Or is it that there still doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency surrounding uh, these particular marginalized groups when it comes to uh, missing people? And again, our number, 317 972 3008. Okay, go ahead. Actually, it's both. Mm-hmm. It's both. Um, again, I'm from Florida. Mm-hmm. I came up to um, Indianapolis three years ago. Florida became the number, the third largest state in the nation for missing persons from 2020, the year my sister went missing, to 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They went from number seven to number three. Um, and also, again, just like you said, there is not a sense of urgency for us um, adults. We have, you know, missing and exploited for kids. But what do we have for adults? We know our families. We know if there is a situation where they go missing and they're not answering, and, but they are going to work every day. They mm-hmm. call you. You, For me, I want law changes. The law the um, law enforcers should not be able to say what our family members are oh, they're grown they can go away on their own or they don't have to call you mm-hmm. we need to definitely change that yeah yeah why do, do you, have you been given any information or is there any documentation to uh show why florida moved up the uh, the chart so aggressively in terms of being in the top three places for missing uh, Americans? There is, you know, and I I tried to find that. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that I can find for a reason. However, again, for me, it's because people are not educated on what to look for, prevention, uh, what the numbers are already. You know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, more than Nike makes, more than Google makes for um, missing persons, trafficking. It's a multi-billion dollar. Human uh, trafficking is what you're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what what are your thoughts on uh, amber alerts and silver alerts? Are those, because those do seem to go across racial uh, lines. Um, Like I said, there was a woman here in Avon that's that's missing, um, and there's an alert that has been issued for her. Uh, be- believed to be in extreme danger, and she's African American. Have have those uh, public alert systems helped out at all in the fight? I don't think so. Every okay. one of my um, family members had um, not amber alerts, not silver alerts, but endangered adult alerts. Like, what what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not flashed over every uh, newscast. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not enough mm-hmm. for me. It's not. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I have been planning. Well, I plan these events every year around the country. I started in September emailing every local radio station 
every local uh, TV news station and um, also like some independent uh, newspapers to cover the event. Guess who responded? You. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I... <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, uh, I, you know, and I, I, I can't really speak for, for the others, but um, it is something that, you know, we hear on our show a lot. Um, and it may be something as simple as a caller with a comment. And again, the number, our new number, listener line number, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Sometimes it's something uh, as simple or as fleeting as passing as a comment like, well, Look at all of the uh, hoopla over X, Y, and Z, over Jane Doe, who is missing. If that were, you know, Lakeisha Jones, would we be getting this much, would she be getting this much attention? And and, and then it just goes from there. I mean, that's pretty much what people say. But, um, and, and feel. And again, uh, there's, there's a reason people feel that way because of the way it looks. Uh, but I was, I was looking up some stuff in criminal justice, um, and I found a resolution from the national NAACP surrounding missing African-American women and children uh, in the United States of America. And this this uh, proc- this resolution uh, was issued um, in 2019. Um, and it reads and again, our number three, one, seven, nine, seven, two, three, zero, zero, eight. And this is from the NAACP. And it reads. Uh, whereas, according to the National Crime Information Center, nearly 40 percent of those who have disappeared often are black. However, many are alleging that the media mostly only focuses on white women who have disappeared as opposed to African-American women, their children. And whereas the Black and Missing Foundation reported in 2010 that the total of 273, 985 minorities were reported missing in the United States, out of 692,944 for all races. They also report that most women disappear in the states of New York, Georgia, North Carolina, Maryland, and Florida. So there's Florida in there in terms of the most. Uh, This is from the proclamation. And whereas hundreds of African-American families are left with painful details of wondering what has happened to their loved ones, many black women and children have been missing for decades. And whereas, as currently more than 64,000 black women remain missing um, across the United States, whereas despite representing 12.85% of the population, black Americans accounted for nearly 226,000 or 34% of all missing persons reported in 2012, according to the FBI's National Crime Information Center. The comparison with other racial groups is unfavorable. Whites and Hispanics are a combined 80% of the population, but account for 60% of missing persons, persons. And whereas when you break down the numbers by age, the Black and Missing Foundation reports that 37% of missing minors and 28.2% of missing adults. In, in, in they, They're using a lot of different years. This year was 2013. We're black. No fewer than 270,000 minorities have gone missing since 2010. 135,000 of whom were black, 64,000 were black women, and girls were missing nationwide, according to the Black and Missing Foundation, and that's 2014. So they're, they're coming up, the report. And uh, according to the National Crime Information Center, um, there you know, almost 200,000 missing black children under the age of 18 in 2016. 
how the missing reports are handled by the media raises concern. Critics citing a stark racial divide in news coverage of missing persons, missing reports of African Americans, and in particular, African women and children. Therefore, be it resolved that this resolution requests the National Association for the Advancement of Color People, NAACP, research new and recent updates on African-American women and children who are missing, uh, be it further resolved that the NAACP hosts town hall meetings between lawmakers, law enforcement, Justice Department officials, be it further resolved really? the NAACP and it, that NAACP uh, insists this is a proclamation from, uh, not the NAACP, this is a proclamation from the missing African-American women and children in the U.S., United States of America. So missing American, this resolution, uh, and in the year of 19, it says according to the national crime. So uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, be it finally resolved that uh, the National Association for the Advancement of the Color People encourage that more federal funding be allocated to agencies, groups, and organizations for the purpose of researching and locating missing women and children of color. So the NAACP uh, has called on itself and other uh, entities uh, to tend to this right away. Uh, and issued a uh, resolution. Uh, so, may so, I please comment on that? Yeah, absolutely. This is from NAACP.org. Yeah, so um, anyway, and, go and ahead. I, I may ruffle some feathers when I say this, but I'm going to say it. Uh-huh, go ahead. I was a member of the NAACP uh-huh. um, when my sister went missing down uh-huh. in Florida. Uh-huh. I called and I called and I called to get some kind of help to help me get her name and case out there. I mean, I never even received a call back. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I so mean, I wonder what this this resolution was issued in reference to. There, I'm just saying right. I, I found it online, um, and um, I was looking at it. Yeah, it is a resolution, and it is on the part of the NAACP, and uh, they are citing stat, facts and figures, and they are asking uh, that more be done to um, yeah, to, to look into this problem. So let let me give you some some mm-hmm. updated um uh, uh yeah, updated figures yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I I go a lot on NamUs NamUs is National Missing and Unidentified Person System that's where if they um have someone missing or they don't know who they are it all goes in this data bank that um, you can put your DNA in and stuff like that so they can see it. So as of October 2023, I think was their last issued um, cases from January to yeah. October, there were 1,197 missing cases from all uh, from 40 states mm-hmm. and top 10 states, Florida, <laughs> Texas, California. Uh-huh. See how it changed over from what they did in 2019, those statistics, yeah. how the states changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's and and again, this is just an old old proclamation that I found. It's four or five years. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. I I see what you're saying. So here here's another question. And I, you know, why should people care about this? And why should people attend this event on Saturday? What is it that you want folks to know why they should pay attention? Because it can happen to you, plain and simple. I never in a million years thought that I would have three people missing in my family. And the family members that have um, founded the missing struggle would have never thought that they would have anyone missing. And it is that prevalent 
one in 10 people have have a family member missing or knows someone that is missing. It can happen to anyone. I don't care if you're the richest man in America, all the way down to the poorest man on the street. It can happen to all of us. So we need to be aware of what to do, how to do it, how to prevent it. How do you prevent it? With a swiveled head. (laughs) Okay. Always be aware of your surroundings. Always. When I leave work, I go out there with my key in my hand to use as a weapon if I need to. If someone comes out, uh, go out in pairs. Make sure that that uh, car or that van that's parked next to you is not running or has somebody in it. Get Mm -hmm. into your passenger side. It's very important just to be aware of your surroundings. If someone's following you, anything like that. As long as you know what's going on, you can prevent it. But you've got to know to do that. So, so, so is it your belief that all three of these missing relatives have been um, pulled into human trafficking of some sort, or do you think that something else may have happened, or or combination? I, I I don't know. I you, you know mm-hmm. I I don't know what your thoughts are regarding these three cases. Uh, I definitely know two of them are um, a product of domestic violence. Okay. And the other one could could be domestic violence. It could be sex and human trafficking, and it could also be a serial killer, raper, or something in the area where my sister came on this in. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to domestic violence and signs of domestic violence, are you finding that law enforcement is less aggressive? Uh, in in locating, I mean, what what do you th- what are you thinking when you when you enter that into the equation? Uh, do you think that think that has changes. anything? Do you think that has anything to do with how they proceed in terms of investigating? No, I don't think it changes. You don't? No, mm-hmm. no. It's not their loved one missing, so they're not. If if, if you're a detective. I'll say this, my sister's case is now with the homicide um, homicide detective because Hillsborough County, which is one of the 10 largest counties mm-hmm. in the nation for, him, uh, for missing people, they don't have a missing persons division. So in most cases that you'll find, you'll see that it's with a homicide detective. Now you're a detective, you're supposed to close your cases. If you know somebody got shot, Mm-hmm. It's easy to find somebody that got shot. You have a body, you have ballistics, you know, things like that. But when you have a missing person, you don't even know where to start. Let's just talk about my sister. Her car just was happening to be on a railroad track. You know, they don't know cameras or anything. Where do you go to look? They're going to be focused on what they can solve rather than what they can't be solved so easily. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 that's, okay. that makes sense. Um and so your your mission and your goal is to raise awareness. Indiana, um, interestingly enough, is not on the list. Of yeah. it's not in the top five. It's not in the top three. It's not in the top ten. So yeah. make it make it relevant to Indiana. And I think you said it a few minutes ago. Perhaps mm-hmm. uh, is that you know anything could happen and it could happen here. I guess is what you're saying. Yes. And um, again, we'll go back to the statistics. Uh, I actually did some more research. In August of 2020, 
the numbers were New York, number one, California, Washington, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Texas. And then we come to, again, October 23, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Oklahoma. So my purpose is if you see how the states have changed with the most missing people, I want to hit those states that don't have that many people missing. You know, that was my goal for this year. Last year was in Florida because that's where my family members um, were. This year I'm hitting, um, again, a state that doesn't have it, but maybe on that list in 2024. Yeah, yeah. I'll have another one next year. We're going to do that one in New York. Okay, well, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to let you let everyone know how uh, they can find out more and about this event coming up on Saturday uh, out on the east side. 317-972-3008. We'll be back with more right after this. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we are back with Community Connection. Heading into our second hour. Uh, talking about a, a problem uh, that has, uh, has resulted in an event, a community event. Uh, coming up this Saturday, February 3rd, uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. at the, uh, tw- well, 1121 North Arlington Avenue. Uh, is that the Ode? Is it called the Ode or OD? O- is it Ode yes. Event Center? Mm-hmm. Ode. Yeah. Ode. 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 Yeah. O-D-E. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Event Center. Uh, sponsored, it looks like there are a number of logos here, including La Causa, uh, which is uh, Hispanic. So we're, we're talking about black and brown um, Americans that are missing um, and uh, hosted by The Missing Struggle. Uh, Katrina Overstreet is our guest uh, with Bring Home the Missing. Uh, and so um, we've been talking about so many, you know, facts, figures, uh, you know, issues of concern. Uh, but the main thing, uh, Katrina, that you wanted to, to bring to Indianapolis um, even though there's there's not alarm uh, here in the state of Indiana in terms of missing uh, black and brown uh, uh, citizens, Hoosiers, there should be concern everywhere because no one should go missing and, and not being able to find that, that. That's heartbreaking. I can't imagine having a missing family member for uh, a minute, let alone years. I mean, you're, you're talking about uh, a case from 2002, a missing 18-month-old. 2018, right. 2020. I mean, these are all. It's way too long. And some resolution, I guess, is 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 what we're looking for. Uh, you're concerned about domestic violence. You you talked about uh, human trafficking, which is which is a huge concern, ongoing concern. Um, you know, serial you know serial killers, which are my goodness, tracking mm-hmm. a, try tracking a serial killer. Uh, there are cases that we know of that come to light where uh, agencies, police agencies, have been tracking serial killers for 10, 20, 30 years trying to catch Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's just really, really difficult. But the concern uh, is about the marginalized communities uh, who tend, uh, you know, by, uh, you know, by uh, a lot of observations, don't get the attention. 
uh, often Absolutely. don't get the attention, which is very frustrating and very heartbreaking. 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. So again, um, can you let folks know if they want to know more about this, if they want to hear some of the speakers, if they want to join in the conversation, uh, tell everyone about how they can join uh, the event on Friday, on Saturday, this coming Saturday. Um, actually, just show up. Um, it's from 4 p.m., as you said, this Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. There's free food, free entertainment, and um, also guest speakers at 1121 North Arlington Avenue, which is um, O'Day's Event Center. Mm-hmm. We have um, sponsors of Yaga Youth Against Gang Activity, Divine Women Association. They are actually a domestic violence um, group. We have the Second Rainbow Coalition and La Casa, which is a brown beret. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is show up. Yeah. That's it. You don't have to pay for anything. You just come in. Um, that's it. Yeah. It's about community, community driven. So I, I want to know more about the community. What is the O'Day event? That's a new one on me. Where is <laughs> this new? What it's, It looks like, what, 10th and Arlington around? Uh, or 11th? Um, it's across the street from the, oh goodness, what's that store called? Oh, I'd say where the beauty store is in the Arlington uh, Plaza. Mm-hmm. Right okay. there across from, I think it's CVS. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you learn something new every day, and I've, I've learned. I've never heard. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't, I wasn't quite sure how to pronounce it, but um, yeah. And so this is, how many of you, how many of these, uh, these gatherings and these community awareness uh, events do you do a year? Do you just do one? You, you do more than one a year, right? No, ma'am. No? Okay. No. I'm my bad. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. I would love to, but the time that it takes to get the individuals that are speaking, the food, it all comes out of my pocket. Like, no one, mm-hmm. I'm not asking for donations. No mm-hmm. one sends me money. <laughs> it's stuff that I do by myself. And of course, again, it's around the country. I don't want to do it in just one place. I want everyone to be in aware of what's going on i wish i could if i had some help yeah. i definitely so so your thoughts on the national center for missing and exploited uh, children uh, and the national centers you know those national centers for missing and exploited people well, your thoughts on those for me it's uh-huh. uh not like black and missing um namus of course Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say anything bad because missing and exploited children are for children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need something for adults. We, we, John Walsh did a very good job at, at building that, and I will not knock him one bit. Mm-hmm. But we need something of, of the same of the same grounds with mm-hmm. adults, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially in the, the missing and murdered mm-hmm. Indigenous women mm-hmm. or and men. We. Let's do something for the adults now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, so last year it was where in Florida. This year it's in yeah. Indiana. And where are you targeting next year? New York. New York. Okay. Well, I tell you what is now. Is there a website? Oh yes. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a website, but we're on all platforms. Um, find Kaya, and I'd like to spell that it's C I E H A. Again, it's D-I-E-H-A. That's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, also find Kaya on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The Missing Struggle on Facebook and YouTube. 
We also have um, the uh, missing struggle at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or any family members you'd like to get um, in contact with us, because we will help as well. Okay. All right. Well, Katrina, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story. Um, uh, unbelievable. Uh, three members of a family over the course of what, 20 years, 20 years. Uh, mm-hmm. that ha- have gone missing and no resolution. So, uh, you know, good for you for bringing this awareness um, and for putting together these events. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, it can help someone, including you, including you. Yeah. So we can only hope. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. And again, that was uh, Katrina Overstreet from Bring Home uh, the Missing. Uh, just just heart rendering, uh, heartbreaking story. I I was not aware. I guess I talked to her kind of just, you know, surfacely. I was not aware that it was three people, uh, AJ and her family, um, that uh that she's working on behalf of it's uh hmm. yeah tough one she's she's a soldier for that one yeah you she's, know, she's a soldier. doing yeah. the right work and my heart goes out to her her family yeah. and of yeah. course all the families of missing, missing people, people out there i can't imagine more to bring them home i can't imagine i just cannot imagine it's, it's just it's frustrating and there's so many other things that roll into that uh but as she was saying but you got to keep the awareness out there uh and you know what um like I said, it, it's cause for concern everywhere, including Indiana, but it's it's good that Indiana is not leading the country in, in that category, mm-hmm. but I think it's great that somebody is trying to uh, give awareness and education to people here in the city so that we don't uh, so that we don't get in that category. So so good for her uh, and good for all of the organizations that are uh, that are working together with that. Uh, 317-972-3008, again, 317-972-3008 is our new listener line, our number for community connection. Wanted to draw attention, uh, again, to something we have discussed, uh, another thing we've talked about before, and something that is, is, uh, has always, ever since I've been, uh, I don't know, even young, little, little, little has been a pet peeve of mine. Uh, And that has to do uh, with animals in neighborhoods running loose uh, and owners that do not take care and that do not rein in their pets that they are responsible for, cats and dogs. Now, I don't know the particulars of this particular situation, but uh, of this situation, I said particular twice, I apologize, (laughs) but, but, um, this is this is news that just happened a few hours ago, right? We're we're talking about uh, dangerous dogs running loose in neighborhoods and uh, unsupervised uh, animals in neighborhoods. Period. At this hour, right now, uh, IMPD, the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, is reporting that one person is in critical condition. Oh af- yeah, yeah. After what officers are saying uh, was an aggressive dog attack. Uh, now, this is a developing story, and so not a lot of details are available right now, but we do know that it happened around 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, it happened near 21st and Shadeland. Uh, that's out on the east side, um, and that's where officers say they found a victim with what they say uh, was suffering with injuries consistent with multiple dog bites. Oh, my goodness. Mm. My goodness. Uh, again, 317-972-3008. 
Uh, we understand that that person was transported to the hospital uh, and, again, is listed in critical condition. Uh, now, here's a, a police, another, not police act, but there was a shooting, you know, a shooting involved uh, in this incident as well. And we're told that the IMPD officer did fire a gun at the, quote, aggressive dog. But check this out, A.J., uh, we we understand that the dog survived the shooting, well, and is wow. still alive. So I'm not even I'm not even go- got a better shot for a dog. All right, you know yeah, I know, I know. I was I wasn't uh, gonna say anything. It's like y'all can't hit a y'all can't take down a dog, but you, you I, hit a dog in the you leg. Hit a dog in the leg. <laughs> I don't know. I guess because there's four of them, you can hit a dog. I in the leg. don't know. I don't know how far away the officer was. I don't know, or officers, but it did say that, that you know, shots were fired and the dog was hit, and the dog survived. The well, dog survived. Well, so. good for the dog. Well, good for the dog. I don't know if the dog's aggressive and, and putting people in the hospital in critical condition <laughs> is that good. Uh, so the wounded dog is believed to be in the care of the Indianapolis Animal uh, Care Services. The dog apparently was wounded uh, uh, but not killed. Uh, 317 Dogs running free in neighborhoods. Cats running free in neighborhoods, even though they are not supposed to. Uh, there are city ordinances. There are neighborhood ordinances. There are just general rules uh, that you do not let your animal, especially if an animal is aggressive and you know mm-hmm. the animal is aggressive. You know, that's why I said since I've been younger, there were people in the neighborhood that had these German shepherds. They had all these, and these animals were not tied up mm-hmm. or weren't on a leash or anything. And if they got out, the people that owned them would get mad if somebody complained about the dog. It's it's ridiculous and it's it's so oh. simple. It's like you said. There's there's all types of ordinances and laws yes. to go with this, but also it's just you know common sense. It is common sense. That's why I just cringe when I see non. And I'm gonna say this again because I know the animal care folks non. Uh, what do they not rescue dogs? Uh, therapy dogs, non therapy mm-hmm. dogs that are dragged into grocery stores, mm-hmm. that are dragged into uh, retail stores that people just take with them because they want to take their dogs. They don't care. I don't know what happened with this, but I don't think that we should ever be on here talking about a citizen is in critical condition uh, because a dog they got attacked by a dog. Mm-hmm. Because that means somebody that owned that dog was not taking care of the dog. Exactly. So, you know, you, there, accidents happen, but, you know, this doesn't seem like an accident, the way that it's talking. And it seems like uh, they trained the dog that way if it's multiple bites. The dog wasn't doing that out of the fact of fear uh, or anything. Uh, like, you know, it doesn't seem that way. That dog was trained that way. 317-972-3008. And we certainly hope uh, that the person who was injured uh, is able to recover. Uh, I don't know about the dog. I mean, the, how does a dog survive a shoot? The dog survived a shooter. The officer, I, I, I don't know what kind of shot the officer was. Did they Must shoot the dog one. to wound or did they shoot the dog to kill? Must have been a good shot. But, guy. I, I don't know. But the dog survived. I don't know what kind of dog. I don't know any of the details, y'all. So I'm just kind of. I'm kind of here just 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 poking in the wind. But I can say in general that this kind of stuff has been happening for years in neighborhoods and people still don't get it. No, People take care of your dogs. And if you know, the other thing that I always hate to hear, AJ, 
uh, when you you're walking by somebody's yard or whatever, and you jump back or you say, "Oh," excuse, and they're like, "They're not gonna hurt you. They just want to play. Ain't no, you know, Fido don't want to hurt you. They don't. Yeah, yeah right." <laughs> and sometimes it's like that, you know. Sometimes oh. it's like that, but. You know, dogs they they do give that type of energy sometimes when they mm-hmm. want to play, but they're also it's hard to they don't speak English. No, they so, don't. You know, you don't know what the dog is going through at that moment, and neither do I. So yeah, let me just mm-hmm. go about my business. I can't tell you how many times in my neighborhood I still see people walking their dogs, but they they're not on a leash, and they're supposed to be because the neighborhood covenant says so. But they're just so sure. But let a let a squirrel or a car or something, and the dog takes off. How are you going to control the dog? Because you say come back? Anyway. Uh three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Uh police are reporting that they had to shoot an aggressive dog, uh, because that dog attacked uh someone who is now in the hospital in critical condition. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Hey Tina, hey Age, how you guys doing? Yeah, doing good. Doing, doing great. Thing. And Tina, I am on board with you. I am so sick and tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me. I don't know if it's a generational thing. You know, I'm a product of the '60s and the '70s. You know, I like my Motown. Mm-hmm. I like my Pink Floyd. I like my Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. But I'm getting tired of this Taylor Swift thing. Oh my goodness, it's just too you much. Know, I'm it's sorry. Just, it's I, over I, the top. I, I know. I know your top. generation. I know you guys think you're tip top uh, musicians, but you ain't got nothing on Smokey Robertson. Mm-hmm. P. Diddy is not in the same category as Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that disturbed you guys, but it, we had our music was much better. Taylor Swift. Uh, well, it's 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 not so much her music. It's it's the whole it's, thing, or it's, it's the aura around her. I mean, it's it's bigger I don't than care music. About her personal life. I, I know, but it's, it, the the Taylor Swift worship is bigger than music. It's mm-hmm. just that they, you know, she's an icon, a cultural well, icon. And I'm, and, and I'm probably gonna get lynched for saying this. I'm getting tired of Beyonce too. Okay, well, I'll take Denise Williams over Beyonce <laughs> any day in the week. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll take well, a, I mean that's, you know, that's your preference. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. I like my Anita Baker. I like my Frida Payne. You know, hell. And but you know the difference, though, Jeff. These these people that you're and, mentioning were not. It wasn't overkill. It wasn't excessive marketing. It's, exactly, it's overkill. Yeah, it wasn't it's, all of that. I mean, the marketing behind the the superstars that the the no uh, raw talent. Yeah, well, nope. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm gonna say this right. There'll never be another Beatles. There'll never be another Rolling Stone. There'll never be another Jimmy Hendrix. Why? We got P Diddy. Wow, we we, yeah. we are really moving up in the food chain. You know, yeah. we got P Diddy. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. I, I'm not. I, I'm kind of disappointed with this Super Bowl matchup. You know, yeah. uh, I was really ho- rooting for the Lions. The Lions shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Ravens didn't even show up. They, so it wouldn't appear once to again, be. Uh-huh. more Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's, it's, it, believe you me, it's the Taylor Swift Bowl, not the Super Bowl. It's going to be the Taylor Swift Bowl. You watch and see. You watch and, and see. And, 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 and from what I understand, you, know, you might know this too, or AJ, the NFL ain't too happy about it. You know, like I don't know what, what was that number you had, AJ. Three hundred and thirty-one and a half million. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how unhappy they could be. Rogers pretty happy. Yeah, I, I think they're pretty happy too. They're they're some greedy individuals, and they'll take it. They'll take it. Well, you know, I know a lot. Of, well, I was watching ESPN, and they're like, you know, they're like, oh, we're tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. We just, yeah. you know, I want I want to hear about you know the, the missed field goals or the you know the the fumble. Ain't happening. 
Ain't gonna happen. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Don't get me wrong. She's an attractive young lady, you know, yeah, Beyonce's say so. good looking, mm-hmm. but you're not in the same category as Aretha Franklin or Anita Baker or Denise Williams. What's another good? Oh, don't even mention Whitney. No, no, yeah. no. I'm sorry. Beyonce, Whitney is almost like comparing, uh, yeah. how should I say this? It's almost yeah. uh, like comparing a pyramid to a toothpick. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. But again, Jeff, we, we're talking, uh, you know, we're talking marketing and um, excessive marketing and overkill. And I think marketing goes until they can't go anymore. And so they're going to squeeze every red cent out of the energy uh, around uh, whatever it is that's going on with Taylor Swift. They'll do it until they can't do it anymore. So that's just uh, going to be. Uh, 317-972-3008. Uh, Johnny, go ahead. How are you? Good afternoon. How's everybody doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing fine. Doing fine. Yes, I'm bringing in a, a situation uh, three weeks ago about uh, loose dogs in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the mailman was delivering mail okay. off of uh, 23rd and Harding. And another young man was coming down the street on a bike, and four dogs just appeared out of nowhere. Right. And chasing them. The mailman made his attempt with the pepper spray. Mm-hmm. A couple of them were pit bulls. And the young man just took off on his bike. But those right. dogs were so vicious. Mm-hmm. They all the mailman started to run. He wasn't trying. He wasn't trying to make no more mail deliveries. The man jumped on top of a neighbor's car. Mm-hmm. The young man on the bike. Those dogs continued to chase that guy onto Harding Street and out of sight. And my thing is, we have several several dogs in our neighborhood. We don't know who they belong to. There's no tags on them is some people want to take the dogs out, but we know that's against the law. And my thing is, I've made calls to the dog pounds or whoever needs to come and get them. Mm-hmm. They show up two or three hours later. The dogs are nowhere to be found. They have mm-hmm. descriptions of them, but and then when the female dogs get into heat and whatnot, all dogs, no, dogs are all over the streets, you know. they just everywhere. Mm. And you don't know how to take these dogs. People are afraid to come out of the yards to get in their car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had people, dogs across the street from us trying to attack us in our yard. My, me and myself, my young daughter, we was getting out of the car to go into the house. These two pit bulls was right at our fence. Mm-hmm. We're trying to come over the fence to attack us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're in our own yard. And it's like, it's dangerous enough to make you want to carry a weapon to defend yourself because they have no tags. Mm-hmm. Nobody to uh, take the court about because these dogs are just out there, just lurking and waiting to attack somebody and that's so, really dangerous for young people so are you saying the city people. is falling down in terms of getting these dogs rounded up when they're reported yes they're keep calling keep calling you got to keep calling because this is this yes. is un, this is just unacceptable it's exactly. unacceptable nobody should have to die uh, right. or or come close to death because this person is in critical condition and I you know the person has not died no but I'm just saying no person should have to be in critical condition facing death as a result of yes. someone else's carelessness and irresponsibility it's just not right I yes. y- y- yeah yeah you got to keep calling and, on them 
Yes, because my my feelings went out for the mailman and the young man on the oh, bike. Absolutely. Because yeah. if they, if either one would have fallen, mm-hmm. they would have been brutally attacked. Absolutely, I know. And, I know. That, I've been that's really really vicious of animals like that. They they don't know when to stop. Uh-uh. Even affect them. They don't know when to stop. And no, uh, they yeah, going. yeah, they do. But they really do. I just, Yes, I, I appreciate you taking my call. I just wanted to put that out there. If any of those owners, knowing they walking around here with dogs that are loose, they need to take care of their business. Please. Because you never know. It could be their own kids that are getting attacked by they the dog. They could get attacked. Exactly. Thank you. So You're very you good. You have a great day. Thank you right. for my call. Thank, thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it. 317-972-3008. And, uh, hey, AJ, I've told it before. I'll tell it again. I just was walking, and all of a sudden, this huge pit bull came running around the corner, and I happened to have my uh, male uh, mailman use uh, uh, pepper spray, and I had to spray that thing twice before mm-hmm. I could get it knocked down. Uh, to start because I sprayed him once, and he just shook his face off, and then I sprayed him again, and uh, it was it was horrible, it was horrifying. Yeah, they're and they're tough dogs, you know. They're they're not mm-hmm. gonna back down. No, you know, and and. And even so, when some people like to say, you know, oh, they're just playful. Mm. He wasn't gonna, yeah, wasn't gonna bite you. He wasn't gonna bite you. Yeah, play. Yeah, that's he wasn't gonna play. bite you. So, um, dude, yeah. No, that's not the way it goes. Well, you, you just don't do that. No. If you raise your dog to be a protective dog, then you need to be a protective parent and keep your dog put away. No doubt. You know? No doubt whatsoever. So. Um, yeah, uh, Jay, go ahead. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you guys? Doing well. Thank you. Okay, I want to talk about who let the dogs out. That just does not make any mm. sense that people don't keep the dogs put up. People have been and trifling with to... their dogs for decades. Yes, They've been trifling, trifling, trifling. And, we and need then to just got to have it more. Yeah. We yeah. may need to talk about it more. But, you know, I'm so grateful that the dog, I mean, the man that was bit was not a child. Imagine if it was a smaller person or a child. It may not just be critical condition. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The man was able to take the bites maybe better. And I really think that, you know, I don't I even know think it they... should get down to that, really. Um, yeah. Know. And was the a dog that got shot a black dog or a white dog? Because I... he got shot in the leg, didn't he? I don't know where the dog got. I just know the dog got shot and uh, the dog survived the gunshot wound. Well, that's a bad uh, dog, but he, he will be put down anyway, I believe. And I just hope that, yeah, we talk about it more because next time it's going to end up again being a child that's attacked by a dog. You were telling your stories and I was listening, mm-hmm. and that's disheartening. And the young man who was saying how his family got out of the car, you know, that's not a good thing that you have to fear other people's dogs in your neighborhood mm-hmm. just to get in and out of the car. No. So thank you guys for bringing it to our attention. I appreciate you. Yeah, and don't I don't feel bad one whatsoever in uh, calling the attention to whoever the, the dog belongs to. Where the real problem, and thank you, uh, thank you, Jay. Where the real problem comes is stray dogs that come through the neighborhood that don't belong to any anyone, like the previous caller was saying. That's that's really a, even a bigger problem. Uh, and what do you do? Uh, you just got to protect your, you know, your family and and do the best you can. But um, whenever and if any sighting whatsoever, call, 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 keep calling. Uh, I don't care if they're shorthanded, if they don't know. But call, call, call animal control. 
because, uh, like I said, no one should be lying in the hospital in critical condition, uh, man, woman, or child. They shouldn't be. It shouldn't be happening. Uh, Andrea, go ahead. How are you? Hi, I'm piggybacking off what everyone else is saying uh-huh. about this dog situation. I live on 32nd Street, uh, right down the street from uh, what used to be Forest Manor Junior okay. High School. Okay. And we have a lot of dogs in that area that just runs free. A lot of them break off their chains. Um, and just run free through the area. We have a lot of irresponsible dog owners is what they are. They're irresponsible because you know you have a breed of dog that can get vicious. Stop saying that it's a baby and it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Humans have babies. Those yeah. are dogs. They are, have teeth. They will hurt you. Yeah, I've yeah. raised pit bulls myself, so I know what a pit bull will do. And at any given time, a pit, pit bull will switch up on you. Okay, I have one Hispanic young man who's totally irresponsible. In the summertime, he walks through there every single day with two pit bulls, not on a chain. Oh my not goodness! On a leash. Oh my goodness! I have a a, a, a kids catch the bus right there at the corner by my house, oh. and one young man used to come to the bus stop every morning with a stick in case there was a dog. Wow, that's it's, terrible! It's, it's just totally ridiculous. The way they let these dogs run through that area just loose. It is. I went to the Mayor's Action Center about it, and I was told, well, the next time I see a loose one, to call them. By the time somebody comes out there, the dog is gone. Yeah, I know that's what our other caller was saying, but we got to keep calling. We got to keep. You know, when I was younger. I'm disabled. I'm disabled. And my, my thing is gardening. I can't even garden in front of my yard without my pistol next to me. Oh, my. Because of the dogs in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. It's it's a it's a real thing. It's a real but thing. If I shoot the dog, they're going to want to take me to jail. Yeah. Well. But who they need to take to jail is that dog's owner for no. being irresponsible and allowing it to just run freely. Yeah. Well, that that's a fact. That That's for sure. That is absolutely for sure. Thank you. Thank you for your for your call. I appreciate it. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Hey, uh, if you're on the line, stay right there. We're going to get right to you. Just got a very, very quick break. We have to fit in here, and we'll be right back with more of your calls right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with the Community Connection. Uh, a lot of calls on the line, so let's uh, let's start working through these uh, these phone calls. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Uh, Paula, go ahead. You wanted to talk about uh, potholes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yes, good afternoon, Tina. Good afternoon. And AJ. Um, I was calling, I was thinking, talking about earlier um, mm-hmm. about the, in, uh, the All-Star game, uh, NBA All-Star uh-huh. coming to town in mm-hmm. the next few weeks. And I've had a thought uh, about these uh, potholes. We're saying, uh, they better get it fixed before uh, Charles Barkley hits one of them because, you know, he will put <laughs> us on blast mm-hmm. on TNT. And he's got that new show on CNN. Mm-hmm. So they don't want him telling all our business. <laughs> we will, he will not let it, uh, live, let it down. So no, he I just will not. That thought. No, yeah, he won't. I could, I could hear him now. 
uh, talking about our streets. So yes, indeed, indeed. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank you. All, All right. right. Bye bye. That's funny. Yeah, it was no fewer than the one. Uh, just a very short uh, few blocks. I I was saying uh, the number. It was no fewer than twenty four. I just sit there wow. and started counting. Yeah. You counted twenty four. Right, and that was just from Thirty Eighth Street to downtown. Yeah. Oh jeez. That and that wasn't all of them. Again, that was just on the one side of the street. That was the total. Uh, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. And you know they were significant because I could see them and count. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like the little bitty chips aside the road. Uh, Paula G, another Paula. Paula G, go ahead. You want to talk about the dogs? Yeah, this is this is Paula G, the golfer. Hey, the go- pa- Paula, Paula golfer. Paula G for the golfer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's almost right. time, Paula. It is almost time. Yeah, you know, I thought we was going to get to play on Friday. They talked about it's going to be 60, but it changed, so oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Was, but anyway, I, was, I guess the three topics you guys got on the table is the one about the potholes, I went down one street just a little bit ago, mm-hmm. and there must have been a hundred potholes. Okay, and yeah. What's crazy, what's crazy is I drive all over. Being a real estate agent, I drive all over Indiana, oh. and the potholes are in our neighborhoods, and that's crazy. Oh, I know. It's our neighborhood. Yeah. And the second thing about the dogs, what's crazy is you go. I hate it that they let these dogs come in. Now I understand people need their dogs. I get it. People love dogs, but come on. The grocery store, the restaurant, I mean, and the and the thing I believe is crazy is they care more about some pets than they do about us people. That's mm-hmm. what's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get a, you're gonna evoke a lot more comment. emotion. You're gonna evoke a lot more emotion. Yeah. yeah. The third thing is uh, I just got a text. We have a family chat and everybody be careful. Everybody's wearing the emotions on their shoulders. There's a patient going off at the uh the clinic and they gotta have the police come and stay there till eight o'clock today. What? Because yeah, because the person the patient threatens, I guess, the workers up front. So that's the second time in two months it's happened. So be what? careful everybody. Yeah Let's and just so, be kind. What about I wonder about that mobile uh, community response team. Well they called the police and the police are on their way and they're mm-hmm. gonna be there till eight o'clock. That's all I know. Okay, well, it's probably it may be out of range because they're only downtown. You know, a certain uh, radius oh, yeah, of downtown. This, this is Fishers. This is oh no, Fishers. no, no. Okay, well, y'all, they wouldn't have been. They wouldn't. Yeah, have been this is in Fishers. Okay, so, makes sense. Um, just thank you what y'all doing on yeah. the radio. Keep talking about it and tell people to just walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. Yeah, walk yeah. away. Take Seriously. care. Thanks. All right, you too. Thank you, Paula. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three. Zero zero eight. Paula beat me, boy. She said there was more than I. I counted twenty, and that that like I said, I was just just going along counting. I'm sure there was more. Has to be. Has to be indeed. Uh, Amber, go ahead. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. You? Good. I was just calling in in response to the dog situation. I am a parent of a child who was um, attacked. Well, chased by two pit bulls that were um, in their yard there. They live about three doors down from us. And as a result of getting chased by the dogs, he was hit by a car. (sighs) Luckily and thankfully he's alive. But I understand the frustration of that. Um, We still to this day are dealing with just like him having a lot of emotional. Absolutely. You know, being scared and 
the neighbors have the audacity to be upset at us because we were wanting to call animal control or take Yeah, action. audacious, audacious, isn't it? Yeah. A yeah. lot of nerve, a lot of nerve. And, you know, it's just the worst phone call you can ever receive at work that not only was your child struck by a vehicle, mm. but he was struck because he was trying to run for his life mm-hmm. from dogs that were not put away safely um, and just roaming around in the yard. And so we just have to be, you know, careful out here and and don't be afraid to speak up and say anything. Um, like I said, my, my child could have, you know, died as a result of this. But Thank goodness. He's, he, is, is he okay, okay now? Yeah. Yes. Has uh, scrapes and bruises, but mentally, he, you know, he's still dealing with some things. Mm-hmm. And, it's going to be a minute. Um, yeah. We're just trying to, he's 10, so we're just trying to get him through it day by day. So. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's here. Yeah. But, yeah, and I wouldn't worry one iota about what they thought. Uh, Correct. I, I agree. I'm like, no, mm-mm. he gets off at this stop and your dog should be put away or on the mm-hmm. chain or whatever in the cage, not just roaming in the yards doing what they want to do. So yeah. um, we're not going to be afraid to say anything. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Indy. Uh, Amber, uh, 317-972-3008. You know, um, AJ, I have that, uh, I have a, a ring system, you know, camera system or whatever. Yeah. And it was not this morning, but the, the morning before last, it, three o'clock in the morning I get, and I must've fallen asleep with my, um, my watch on. And I got a notification. I said, why is my watch buzzing? And it said animal detected. Uh, and it was this, it was a little bitty dog, you know, a little lap dog or whatever that was just sitting on my, uh, back porch on Mm -hmm. my deck. And that is the same dog that I try not to hit, uh, when I'm backing out of my driveway that the other neighbors complain about. I know for a fact the neighborhood association has written letters or what have you, but this dog, and this is how I know that, that, you know, that the dog's not just slipping out. The mm-hmm. dog had a jacket on one day. Oh, man. Was outside running free and had a jacket on one day. So you can't tell me <laughs> that you don't know that your dog is out there. And so if something happens, we keep saying it all the time. Something's going to happen to that dog. Somebody, yeah. You know, and, and he was just sitting on my back porch, and I got the alert, you know, that I thought somebody was out there. You know, the thing buzzed, and it's like, there's an animal on your porch. It's so. ridiculous. Like, how, how neglectful do you have to be? And, and you Three know, o'clock in the owners, morning, I wanted to go back to sleep. That's how neglectful <laughs> they were. Dog owners have to be, you know, they, they give so much. They give yeah. so much about the love for their dogs, and oh, my gosh, they gush over them. Yeah. But what do you mean your dog is loose at 3 a.m. with the jacket on? So you just let him out the door and didn't even. Don't pay any oh, attention man. to it. It's ridiculous. I yeah. don't understand that. I, I don't get it either. And there, you know, there's some folks that, that also they, they let their cats out at night. Uh, I guess because they don't want to bother with them at night, and then they bring them back in in the morning. I've I've seen that 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 action take place. Yeah, too, I've so. got that problem myself. You we get, have yeah. a, a, a reoccurring cat that just pops up on my balcony. Yeah, a couple times a week, and he just looks in our door. My daughter thinks that it's our cat, and she wants to make it our cat. <laughs> We're not doing that, baby bear. But you know, <laughs> it's yeah. You know, I I I guess he's harmless. I guess. But at the same time, it's like, you know, why are you here? I don't understand why why you keep coming back. Why do you keep coming back, indeed? Uh, 317-972 is because somebody's feeding it uh, or it feels comfortable. 317-972. I know it's not you, AJ. 317-972-3008. John, go ahead. How are you? Yes, thank you for taking my call. I have a remark to make about the dogs. Mm -hmm. Some of these animals are very vicious. Yes, they are. And we do have 
ordinances for them to be on yes. chains or walking mm. while you're walking. But still, I believe that we need to come up with a, uh, a law that if your dog attacks someone and seriously hurts them and scars them for life because of being bitten multiple times, we should have a law that goes after, do away with the dog and go after the owner. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I, and I... I don't know. I, you know, I'd, I'd like to see when we have uh, the uh, legislators and the lawmakers in this Friday. I'm going to ask them about that. If there's anything on, that that would be no. That that's they're there with the state. That would be local. So the next time uh, uh, Councilor Lewis is in, I'm going to ask her about that because that would be city. That would be some kind of a city ordinance, wouldn't it? Uh, then yes, again, then definitely. again, I guess it could be state law. I mean, you can make any anything a law. Yeah. Um, you can make yeah, it statewide, but, but most municipalities have their own uh, ways of dealing with dogs and pet ownership and things of that nature. They're usually ordinances that that cover that. But um, you're right. If it, you know, serious injury or injury resulting in a death, that could be a state law. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, it, yeah it should be. Yeah, thank you. And it should definitely be harsher. It should definitely be harsher. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that enough. And and I know people love their dogs, but when you uh, when your dog is out there on the wild and acting crazy and tearing up things and tearing up people, I'm sorry. You, uh, Pierre, go ahead. How are you? Oh, good afternoon, Tina. Good afternoon. Um, when's and AJ? When's good the last afternoon. time you've seen the um, the police chief or or the mayor, for that matter, um, make an appeal to the public to get control of your dog? or the city will take care of it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently lost a deputy sheriff uh, to a pit bull attack. Um, you know, and everybody that's called into this program, you've got a city county counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to get them, loop them in mm-hmm. and get them involved. The problem, there should be a law against um uh, uh, people who let their uh, dogs run wild. But here's the thing with that. When one of these dogs attacks somebody, the owners, uh, these these young cats out here, they act like, well, they don't know who owns that. They ain't my dog that did that because they don't have them chipped and they don't have them tagged. So you can't prove that that was a, their dog or whatever, you know, unless they've been sighted before and they quick to claim that's not their dog. You know, that's what another caller was um, saying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one other thing uh, to the city, we need a dedicated uh, full time uh, with red lights running animal control unit with guns. And, uh, you know, that when you get a call, it doesn't take two hours to get to the neighborhood to find the dog Mm -hmm. because that's the big problem. And like I said, and especially it's in these uh, low-income, well, it's in everybody's neighborhood, but especially in the low-income neighborhoods, they let these dogs run around, and these little kids be out here. Fortunately, I live in an apartment complex, but even sometimes there, people got pit bulls and stuff that they know they ain't supposed to have, Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, the city needs to crack down um, on these uh, Roman, uh, and it's mostly pit bulls, let's just be real. Uh, it's mostly pit bulls, um, and the city needs to crack down on this. 
And people need to reach out to their city county counselors and uh, fire them up. And, yeah. and 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 get them yeah. on the job. Yeah, thank maybe you, this. Tina. Thank you, Pierre. Maybe this incidental, uh, you know, will urge folks to to lean on their counselors a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, lean on somebody because this is ridiculous. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. Every time it happens, it should not happen. I am curious to know the breed of the dog. I would be too. I would be too. Um, let me check and see if there's any update mm-hmm. to that. I uh, do agree with Pierre. I do. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a great idea having a dedicated animal control that actually mm-hmm. goes out and patrols. I don't know about the guns portion of it, but, you know, maybe tranks or anything like that to try to, you know, I don't think we should just be harming the dog for no reason. But even if it does commit harm, give it a chance, Uh but, you know, get it out the street, too. Well, it depends on the kind of harm you're talking about. Exactly. If we get to a different level, it's a different level. But dogs roaming out on the streets, I would prefer the animal control don't just have guns to, you know, go for target practice. Start shooting out guns, picking off dogs, yeah. Uh, last call of the show. Last call of the show goes to you, Rick. Go ahead. How are you? Tina, AJ, hope you're both doing fine. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I have a question. Is it inhumane to have a, uh electric fence for a cat and put that, you know, shop collar on a cat is that not I don't need to laugh. I'm sorry. I guess I guess inhumane is a bad phrase. I mean, it's not yeah. human we're talking about. Yeah. But um I didn't I never heard of it. Do you guys know if that's feasible? I I don't see why not. Oh a cat just we jump over. Dogs, yeah. Yeah. Well you do I don't it. see why not. Dogs and cats well, both can jump them. over. Well it would shock them. Would it shock them jumping over? Well, yeah, no, no, no. Electric. Okay, electric I see what you're saying. Yeah. Electrical. Yeah, it's I mean. a field. It's an electrical field. I see what you're saying. Right. Because uh, I had one in my hand one time. I was repairing the neighbors. Mm-hmm. I, I brought it over to the house and I soldered it. I said, I can fix it. And I got out my solder and I, and I fixed it. And I thought, man, I should have been an engineer, an electronic engineer. I'm good at this stuff. Well, I walked <laughs> back over there to return it and I had it in my hand. <laughs> and as I crossed their line, whoa. My hand <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Oh, wow. That, a, problem, a, a problem we have is we have a neighbor two doors over who has a cat. Mm-hmm. The cat loves hanging out on our deck. Oh, and I mean, yeah. And, and Same the problem here. is, yeah. yeah, and we'll buy new um, stuffing. We'll buy new pads for the lawn furniture. Mm-hmm. And the cat, and, and we always realize, what's who's digging up our lawn furniture? Mm-hmm. And so the cat. My daughter came up one day and took her camera phone and took a picture of the cat. Mm-hmm. And the cat's just digging the stuffing out of the pillows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so we walked down to the neighbor's house, and uh, and we're in Fishers. Mm-hmm. And um, we explained to him that, hey, your cat's always over our house. And, you know, it did damage to the lawn furniture. And they looked us square in the eye and said, it's an outdoor cat. <gasps> what does like, it have to do with the damage? I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, so basically it's almost like they're saying this is everybody's cat because we don't, you know, we keep it outdoors. <laughs> okay. And that's why I was thinking maybe they should get a um, electric fence. Uh, no. One but... time, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> one time last summer on our neighborhood news, uh, we've got a closed Facebook group. So one morning somebody put, check on your animals. I hope you're keeping them inside because the coyotes were going crazy on the golf course. And um, uh-huh. and they were evidently attacking an animal, and they said it's some goatish, orangish fur out there. Oh. And this cat is kind of orange. Oh. And, uh, oh, no. and I didn't think it was nice, and I looked at my oh. wife and grinning, so please pray for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's, it's been a long day. It's, it's, it's a funny situation. It, it wasn't just, that yeah. cat, unfortunately. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, okay. Well. But I, I, I was telling AJ, I tried doing non-harmful things like maybe uh, – uh, citrus peels, I've heard. There's some stuff you can buy at Lowe's. Uh, 
uh, called bitters, you know, that you can just put around mm -hmm. or uh, pepper flakes, you know, red pepper flakes on the uh, on your deck. And because if they lick their paws, they won't like that. So they won't come back, uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah, something to deter it or keep it from not making wanting to make it a favorite uh, spot to stop right. and take a squat. But yeah, the fact that you have a outdoor cat ends up being my problem. I don't get that, you yeah. know, you know what? Oh, people will they, they will go there, won't they? Folks will, <laughs> they right. will take you there. But uh, there was a Such as you guys should understand, you know, <laughs> well, there when I was growing up, a little bitty thing and there was a guy in the neighborhood. He didn't tolerate it. And we knew <laughs> your, your animal uh, got in his way too many times. All of a sudden, these animals were missing. Uh, you know, and I don't, I, <laughs> they were, and I, my grandmother used to tell me, said, he done got another one, didn't he? And I'm oh, no. like, oh my, but he, he would tell folks once or twice. And after that, you know, it's, he, it's, it's, it's mine. Yeah. It was mine, but that was, that was back in the day. And I think he'd be in jail yeah. by about now. Cause he just. <laughs> Cancel culture would get him now. Get him now. Well, he had a beautiful garden. He had a beautiful yard, and he just did not want that. And he just asked people, and they wouldn't do it. So he said, "Okay, I'll take They'd care of that." They'd be marching in front of his house nowadays. Yeah, they would be. You have PETA signs and things. So. Right, right. <laughs> but he'd have some nice furs, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. Yeah, he probably did. And guess what? He had a beautiful yard. His yard was never. Uh, it was always on point. It was beautiful. Immaculate. Right. Yes, yes, yes. No animals either. So <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for taking my call. All righty. Thank you. That's a, that's an interesting thing. Uh, perhaps one of those. Uh, yeah, I've seen those. Mm -hmm. uh, those. What do you call them? They're 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 fields. Uh, electric fences. Electric yeah, fields. they're invisible. They're invisible. Invisible fences. fields. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm. I, would it work for a cat? Maybe for a cat. It should work for anything, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would assume. I mean, if it shot him. <laughs> you yeah, would work, work for him. Yeah, work for him. So, <laughs> but um, I think we are just about done, AJ. I don't you know. That was the last call, and we got to get on out of here because mm -hmm. we only got another minute or two before Willie Moore Jr. comes up. He's up next. That's all the time we have for now. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, as always, our new call in number, 317 972 3008. 317 972 3008. Everybody, please be safe. Be well. Be safe out there. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connections.